Following Christ is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are so glad that you're here. Hope you're changing the world today or at least changing your world, uh, which you have an impact on. We're going to talk about relationships today. Husbands, wives, marriage, what these guys think and feel about marriage and, and where they've come from. It kind of Have you ever been in a relationship where you maybe don't get to say much? You just listen. I mean, it's not a bad bad thing to listen to your partner, your spouse. It kind of reminds me of that Toby Keith song. Let's see if you guys remember this. I want to talk about me. I want to talk about my. I want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, <laughs> I want to talk about me. <laughs> I knew every word of that song. Sounded pretty good, man. <laughs> I'm, too bad, I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, Welcome I'm impressed. to the uncomfortable truth. That's not how you you run a relationship, right there. But we're going to get into it. Uh, Brandon, will you open us up in prayer? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord. God, you're so good to us. Thank you for allowing us to uh, approach you uh, anytime and uh, vent and complain and praise and just helps to have grateful hearts, Lord. Help us to be the light that permeates uh, this dark world through our actions, through our reactions, through our thoughts, through our prayers, Lord, through our relationships. Lord, thank you for this time. Help us to be good stewards through our words of uh, your word. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll tell you two stories. First story, guys had a hard day at work. Comes home, relaxes. Real hard day. He knows he put it in. Feels good about his day. He, he got all this stuff done on his list that he needed to do, physically worked hard, mentally worked hard, strained his body and his mind, comes home, proud of himself, satisfied with his efforts that day, sits on the couch, turn the TV on, ready for just a relaxing evening, waiting on dinner to get ready. <laughs> There's all kinds of commotion going on around him. He tunes it out because he's real satisfied with himself. <laughs> He can hear his wife in the background yelling at the kids, trying to get dinner ready, talking about the laundry. Kids' rooms are a disaster. TV show is pretty good. It's the one he's been wanting to see. Wife comes in, says, "Hey, hey, is there you know is there anything you can do to help me out here?" And uh, he's just like, "I've had a hard day. Just it's been a, it's been a good productive day." So he just ignores her and watches this TV show. Okay. Next story. <laughs> that one didn't end well. That one didn't end well. It sounds I'm familiar. Sure. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Huh. Next story, same stuff's happening. Great day at work, got everything done, comes home, sits on the couch, turns the TV show on, wife comes in, all the commotion is going on, kids are going crazy. School the next day, they've been off for a couple weeks. Hey, I, yeah, wife comes over. I'm, I'm struggling. I need some help and something. He says, sure, babe, what do you need? What can I help you do? Now, those two stories, is the same The same stuff happened except the end result. Now, those two stories are me. One of them was probably about 10 years. <laughs> one of them was probably about 
three days ago, and the other one was probably one day ago. <laughs> yeah, when you said ten years, I was like, he's full of. It. Yeah, I this was like, was, I was about was to one, call it ten days, maybe, and then the other one was probably yesterday because hey. We learn from our mistakes. Hopefully. Sometimes it takes nine days. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> we repeat them and learn from them. Repeat them and learn from them. Yes. What – you better put us online on what the key topic is here to discuss because right, we so could go on a tangent. Let's read some Bible verses. Let's read some Bible verses that point us in the right direction. So Ephesians 5.22 through 24. Wives, submit to your unto your husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. There's another verse there that we'll we'll come back to in a minute. Guys, I, I think when we got married, we all had uh, some misconceptions about what marriage is. I'm sure that's true for the other side of the marriage, too. Is probably... A- that's a nice way That's to put it. That's a very it. sweet way to put it. Yeah. But when when, when you got married, Obi, we're going to start with you, put you on the spot. When you got married, how long has it been? How long have you been married? Uh, April will be 13 years. Okay. 13 years ago, and you're saying I do, you had all these thoughts running through your head of like what this is going to be like. And then when you get into it, what this is going to be like turned into crap, this is what it's actually like. <laughs> like, I had a misconception. Do you remember any of those? Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, let's talk about them. Let's em. talk about them. I mean, the <laughs> first of all, when I said, when I was, you know, saying I do, there was only a couple things I was thinking about. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, as you said a couple, like, I think you, you narrowed it down to one. They all led to one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but let's get past that. I think everybody because knows we're, we're, we're all understanding we're all, of what that is. We're okay, all what was number two. <laughs> um, well, the the, the what guess, was number two, I, and how is it not connected to number one? Well, I, guess, <laughs> I guess the You're good. So, you the guys good, are so immature. The, yep. the, the good thing is, is thirteen years. I'm still thinking about number one. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's a positive sign. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Sean, do you not think that this is funny? Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, a customer just texted me, and I uh, got distracted. But, yeah. It's not more important than number one. Well, <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. I know what, you know, he was thinking when he said, I do. It was later tonight, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I'm ready. I'm ready. I do. Yes. So, now that we're, I mean, hey, oh, man, Christians. Hey man, let, let's just, God let's just made shift. that stuff, bro. <laughs> yes, He did for for us to enjoy and, <laughs> that's, and, that's and delight in Him. That's the kicker right. is, is can can we be the leader in our family where our wife wants to enjoy number one with us? <laughs> yes. This is going down a different path, but man, yes. but this is good. Go ahead, Obi. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. Think that maybe that we should talk about sex. The, the S word, man, man. Maybe eventually, yeah. We're not uh, there yet. Uh, no, <laughs> I I th- we are. We'll, we'll probably end up back there in a minute. Well, I think that we very well may. Uh, you know, misconceptions, you know, we 
we're blessed, uh, and we and we talk about this a lot on our 75, 80 episodes about how we uh, had some pretty good examples of what marriage looked mm-hmm. like growing up. You know, we 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 learned from our parents' mistakes. We learned from their victories. Uh, we learned from their successes. So. I don't feel like I had too tainted of a view of what marriage was, uh, how God looked at marriage, you know, what my role was in the marriage. But again, that's not fun to talk about. What's what's fun to talk about is where we really miss the beat, you know, where yeah. we really miss the ball. You know, I think that I think that we all have this at least most men have this viewpoint of a wife's role and a woman and a, and a, uh, and a husband's role in the marriage. And, and that stereotype worldly view is so wrong. Mm-hmm. It's so wrong on so many levels because you think, Oh, I'm the provider. Uh, I'm going to work and I'm going to take care of the yard. Mm. And, Okay, and she's she's gonna clean the house, take care of the kids, change all the diapers, and um, and and we're gonna live this wonderful fairy tale. Okay, so so that is not real. That that is that is what we see perceived in movies, and that is what we see perceived in fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you're going as a man. As a husband, if you're doing, um, if you're leading in in the way that you're that God calls us to lead, you're going to be doing all of those things that the world deems that the woman may be doing. If you're leading right, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be the helper and you're going to be the servant to that woman, uh, to that wife, um, and you know just it, it, there's it's it's equal um there's you know and and you not <clears throat> me, what i had to realize was me uh you know just because maybe i was the provider and i was you know taking care of the yard that didn't mean that i was serving her the way that god calls me to serve her and um and so that's that's something that i learned the hard way um because it there there were a lot of times of hurt and there were a lot of times of me just really digging my feet in mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know whenever i thought that i was right because of something i saw maybe someone else do or a movie or something i don't know i don't, I don't know yeah. where where i learned it it's I a just, culmination of where these preconceived notions come from yeah and yeah. it's not most of mine weren't biblical. Like we have great examples of parents Absolutely. that were biblical. Sure. But my misinformed conceptions of what was reality were so far off. And I'll tell you a fun story. Lee and I had been married for just a little while. We coming up on 15 years, uh, this July. And, you know, you think about that 15 years, four kids later, that's a lot of things to happen. For sure. A lot, uh, a lot of life lived in that 15 right. years. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of, anytime a variable gets added to an equation, it changes the equation, you know, and the results. And um, 
I had in my mind that she was going to be like the wife of the 40s and 50s and 60s. In my head, no logical reason why, because men are stupid. Right. I mean, we just sometimes we don't think Amen. things. You know, Amen. and uh, <laughs> we're. I don't remember how it all came out, but we're living in Greenwood in a little uh, townhouse. I remember this. I was. We've probably been married three, four years. I'd just become a middle school principal. She was a RN working full-time, busting her tail just like me, you know, trying to make it. And I I had to wear nice clothes every day to work now. I wasn't a coach anymore, so I had to wear a tie and slacks and a dress shirt. And I just assumed she was going to do all the ironing. <laughs> and let me tell you, uh, we have now and ever since paid for dry cleaning. <laughs> established, established the rules and the boundaries. Well, marriage is, I mean, 50-50, right? You, you each have to put in. It's 100-100. Okay. Yeah, well, it's 50-50. But definitely have to both be pulling it both sides of the rope. So yeah. you, the other day my wife walked in, and uh, she was busy around the house, and I said, hey, babe, thanks for doing your 50%. She's like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, she's always expecting these dumb comments from me. <laughs> so it doesn't even surprise yeah, me anymore. She's, yeah. I think I'm funny. She doesn't. She's like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, for uh, your 50%, thanks for, you know, cleaning cleaning my laundry and folding it up and putting it where it goes. And she's like, what the heck did you do? And I was like, well, I wore it and got it dirty and put it in the laundry hamper. <laughs> <laughs> you you worked, got it dirty, and put it. That's that, right. Yeah. I provided you a job. That's absolutely wow. right. Yeah, I that is really. That is really say not that. how to win be, your wife over. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be sitting here today if I really said that. <laughs> no. That's hilarious. You had me convinced for about three seconds, and I was thinking stories are always better if you tell. Is them this one of those? Is this one of those? That happened ten days ago, where I learned it, from it, it. You learned from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm consistently learning. What? Okay, Sean. It never stops. You know, I've been married for 19 years, okay. and I remember the, uh, the first year of our marriage was 1,000% the most difficult, you right. know, trying to adjust to to one another and, and how this is going to work. And uh, my story is probably a little bit different than y'all's because um, whenever my wife and I got married, she was making a lot more money than me. Okay. okay, so I was not the breadwinner. And I automatically thought to myself, man, I got to figure out how to get on the other side of this deal because I felt like that I needed to um, to be the breadwinner. I, I wanted to be the leader. And, uh, and, you know, I, and I think probably most men, for the most part, I just know a handful of guys uh, that are not the breadwinners. Most of the men that I know, uh, they, they're the ones making all the money. And I remember thinking, I shout out, out shout out to the 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 stay at home dads that uh, rock it. You know? Yeah, no yeah. doubt, uh, because there are some awesome ones out there. There's a few. Yeah, yeah, there are some good and ones. I think acknowledging that that is a ridiculous, ridiculously hard, hard job yes. to to do that. It and is be good at it. Like it, oh, it and is. Most women do it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them do do it and work jobs. Uh, yeah. like like my wife, mm-hmm. uh, she works a. a nearly full-time hours and then she also does a lot bro i mean um i tell everybody so we about three or four years into our marriage we got to a place to where she was working more hours so i could start a company and um and which was the most awesome thing ever ever because it's like god started paving the way uh, for for me to be the breadwinner, and then and that was about probably four or five years into marriage. Whenever I started making more money than her, and then it just continued to domino. And it was just uh, looking back on it, um, 
I can remember going through difficult times where I had where I asked her to work uh, more hours or to pick up an extra shift at, at the hospital. She she was a nurse um, before she came to work uh, with me and for me uh, later later in life. And uh, you know, I tell everybody, you know, um, whenever it sadly the divorce rate is extremely high nowadays. And whenever uh, you know, lots of times whenever people split, it's fifty fifty. I always tell everybody, if my wife ever leaves me or I ever leave my wife, she earned her half. You can take that to the bank because <laughs> yeah. she is such a hard worker, and I'm That's so good. fortunate. She capitalizes on my weaknesses, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's such a neat thing. But long of the short is marriage, marriage is, as I, I believe everybody will agree, is the hardest thing that anybody does. Uh, it's, it's more difficult. Uh, you know, we've started a company from scratch, and we've done a lot of things that I consider very difficult and a grind like no other, but it's still not a grind like marriage. Marriage is an ever-evolving thing. It's kind of like our faith. It never stops. We are constantly being refined. We are constantly learning our spouse, uh, you know, learning, uh, you know, just going through difficult times, but at the same time, it's never, it never stops. And, uh, but for me, year one was the most difficult. I think that's a transition, you know, year, year one, uh, from I do through the end of year one, it's probably, it's probably the biggest transition of your life for, for probably 95% of Americans is it where you take a life of, of singleness and basically you've, you, you've grown up in a household and then, you know, maybe you've had some time to get used to, uh, doing what you want to do when you want to do it, how you want to do it, uh, doing your own thing. And then all of a sudden you have to, uh, because of a choice that you made, you have decided that you want to share your life with somebody. And sharing your life with somebody, like Brandon, you're talking about, is 100-100. You give 100% and they give 100%. Sorry, I ruined your joke. Well, that's, that's all right. I'm used to you ruining things. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Funny. Funny. One of the reasons we one of the reasons we, we like that was hateful. I'm sorry, bro. I, I, I love you. you. I love you too. <laughs> I love you. I love that well, you, di- you didn't seek revenge, Brandon. Uh, none at all. <laughs> not at all. Last um, podcast. Yeah. So here here's the as Sean sits there, you know, he has the most years as a married man at this table. Shane, how long for y'all? Uh New Year's Day. Uh well, a testament to how smart I am. Uh we got married on New Year's Day. And 17 years. 17. Yeah. So Shane's younger than me, but got married uh, two and a half years before me. Well, my wife gave me an ultimatum. She did. And and he was very, very wise to acknowledge he Con- needed to congratulations. accept Thanks, that. Thanks, man. So that wasn't my planning, the January 1st. It was hers, so I wouldn't forget. So I'm not taking that. <laughs> I ahead, think, uh, well, so I can sit here and tell y'all without a doubt that Leah has exhibited God's characteristics to my snafus as trying great word to be a, a married man leading our family scrabble more than anyone other than Jesus himself in my life or God. Okay. And wh- I'll give you a specific example. Leah has given me more grace and forgiveness than I ever will deserve. Now, a big part of my life early on in marriage was understanding that that's her relationship with the Lord shining through our marriage. Mm-hmm. And I see it. And so then as I've aged and hopefully become wiser, even though I repeat my mistakes sometimes, many times, I can recognize that our individual relationship with God 
are by far the most important thing that will get us closer in marriage and what he wants marriage to look like. So great point. It's all about that relationship with the Lord and us working towards him, which inevitably, if we're working up the side of a triangle on each side, gets us closer to the thing that matters the most in our relationship with the Lord. So in other words, if you're a newly married man, I'm going to give you some real tips real quick. Something didn't go in the way you want it in your marriage. Don't tell your wife you need to do this or you need to do that. One of the best pieces of advice that I am terrible at applying is not saying you when we're having a disagreement. Make I statements. It's I. Or it's, you know, what if we did this? Um, and Leah's really good at it. And the only time that she gets frustrated is if I go off course from that. We kind of know that about ourselves now. Um, but you're going to grow together. And you're either going to grow together or you're going to create distance and grow apart. It's, yeah. it's one or the other you that's have to happening. understand that there, when, when you're married to somebody, when you're living with somebody, we talked about friction on the last podcast, yep. and you will cause friction to each other. That's right. It's going to happen. Even if you love each other Even as much you as love, you could ever like, love somebody. There's, there's no not doubt. this idyllic like everything's going to be perfect. And I think that is a misconception of most people when they get married. It's mm -hmm. like marriage may solve this problem or this problem or this problem, and it's it's going to be perfect. It, um, might, uh, it might put a magnifying glass on the problem, yeah. which is me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I think it does. I think that... There's so many things that we, we could we could we could literally keep this podcast. This could be like a, a long hundred episode. I mean, series. we 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 could <laughs> we could probably really have a season on marriage. Yeah, um, no doubt. And that might be something we think about. Yeah. But you know, I think about you know for and I, and I know this is probably a pretty common theme in most men. Uh, in most you know, I can tell you in our house growing up, in mine and Sean's house. Um, being right was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Still a big deal for you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Wait, was that Sean being sarcastic? That was absolutely Sean being I sarcastic. Felt, uh, I felt a lot of, uh, that, that a lot was, of judgment uh, in that statement. You know what? There was, but I, I, I know how far I've grown yeah. since... Since then, there was a little marriage role play right there. <laughs> we could have yeah. gone with. <laughs> I'm turning it. Mike one and two off. That's Brandon and Shane. <laughs> We're just gonna have a marriage moment right here with Sean and Obi. I love it. I love it. You know, being being right was it was something that that was uh, for whatever reason uh, touted a lot as as we grew up. You know, we uh, I think that our dad likes to be right. Um, I, I think that. Um, our dad is, he, he has just, he's been in the oil field his whole life. He's learned a lot. Uh, he's a great teacher. Um, and, and he has a lot of wisdom in those, in those bones. And, and he, and he, and, and over time, I think that's, you know, created some pride in what he does. And, and he does even to this day, <laughs> he likes to be right. Yeah. And, and, uh, would you agree with that? I, Sean? Absolutely. I yeah. remember one time dad saying, uh, at, at, at work, they started calling me Tuscan head. And I said, what's Tuscan? He said, what's well, the hardest steel known to man? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, so you're a hard head. He said, Absolutely, <laughs> which can be good and and bad. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Can, I can tell you, in marriage, it can really be bad. How many times have you died on that hill hill of being right? 
you know, uh, in irregardless, not regardless no if telling. we were right or not. Yeah, I think there, that's yeah, a key, yeah, yeah, that's where know, I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm well, and and that's exactly where I'm getting at is you know Wade Bowen. He's a he's a Texas country music singer. He's got a he's got a a song called um, Battle. It's called Battle One, but the 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 chorus is uh, sometimes a battle lost is a battle won. That's that's literally the the end of his chorus is sometimes a battle lost is a battle won, or no sometimes a battle won is a battle lost. I'm uh, sorry, that, I got I got, I got yeah, it backwards. Yeah, I got you. Sometimes a battle won is a battle lost, and and um, yeah, to- totally need to make sure I get that right because we win battles particularly you know it happens in life but we really recognize it in marriage because that's somebody that we love and we don't want to hurt and and that whole song is is around uh him hurting his wife because he wanted to be right mm-hmm. and and you know ultimately he understood and come to the realization that sometimes a battle won is a battle lost because all he did was hurt her in his being right and so I've learned you know to really kind of take that song and be like what does it matter right if I'm right Mm -hmm. (laughs) who who cares all that matters is that I love you and I don't care if you don't want to do it my way you know, you do it your way. And I tell you, that's tough for us guys. Yeah. You know, and, and it's a proud thing. It is. Yep. It's difficult. And, and so I would just encourage, you know, if you got a takeaway from this, you know, uh, you know, at least from my point of view, understand that you don't have to be right. And that hurting your wife or anybody else in your life, just for the sake of being right is not emulating Christ. Um, I think that, the the longer you're married or the more that you're in tune with each other on the flip side of that your wife may be able to come to a realization quicker that yeah you're you may be right or your your idea may be right but you as you continue to work together towards those uh, conclusions whether you're right or not it's easier for each for each of us to be understanding once we've been through those moments before that that have caused a major tiff in our relationship and you you realize that that's the past and like and I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same. We're, we're arguing about the same stuff. It's a, a similar situation. You think you're right. I think I'm right. What the heck? Who cares? Like just okay. Like you said, we love each other. We want to move forward in this relationship. We want to grow. It's friction to create growth. Right. Assuming that everyone listening that is married or plans to get married is doing it in the vein of loving someone. Okay, love is talked about in the Bible all the time and how much Jesus loves us. Here's something that I can give as a practical piece of advice that I unfortunately have to relearn. Leading is not telling. Leading is doing. And when Christ leads us, he doesn't make us do anything. Right. There is no, you will do this. We have that choice. Same thing in marriage. My heart and why or how or when I do something truthfully has nothing to do with the reaction I hope to get from my wife. Nothing. It has everything to do with my heart. When I stay in that lane of me and Jesus in my heart, <coughs> and I got to get slapped around a lot to be reminded of it, 
not by my wife, by Jesus. <laughs> when I stay in that lane, not surprisingly, my wife and my family follow me better. Sure. And and it's and then I look up sometimes and I'm going, 40 years old and I'm relearning this lesson. Figure it out, you dummy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, lead by action and by genuine care and love, no matter if she wants to do it that way or not. Because that's between her and the Lord. So I'm going to reread the verses and and read the one after it as well. Why submit to your husbands or submit yourselves unto your husband as unto the Lord? For the for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let wives be to their husbands in everything. Verse 25, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So the leading, like you were just saying, Brandon, is is subject to us following Christ. And if you read the Bible and how we're supposed to live our lives and how Jesus lived his life, life as an example to us of how to live our lives, there's so many things that, that we should always be focusing on our relationship with him before we try to, to lead other people. Yeah, And if we're, if we're not doing that, you're, you're, you, you don't lead. Well, I mean, where do you, you know, so many, so many men, and, and I'm sure, you know, we, they just, they're like, well, how do I know? Well, how do, how do I know that I'm supposed to do this with my wife? Or how do I, where do I get that moral compass? How do I, how do I understand that what I'm doing is not right? Well, my answer Andy. to that. Would Andy. Be, uh, Andy. Andy gives it to us. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Andy <laughs> walks with there you me. Go. Andy, yep. talk, oh, exactly. Sorry, man. Well, you, you totally, you, you totally had <laughs> me wrong. I mean, I was like, "Who's Andy?" It took me a second. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm with you, Obi. But you know, where where do we understand? I mean, again, if you're in sync with Jesus, if you are being refined by Jesus, when you're doing something that's not in line with His teachings and that He would not advocate you're going to feel something wrong in you. It's it's going to feel Conviction wrong. by the Holy Spirit. That's exactly right. The and Holy you're going to have a point conviction. of reference to check it with. That's exactly right. You're going to go, this feels like conviction. This biblically says this is not biblical. Yes. And this is where I need now to be. We can, we, can def- we can fight that. We can fight that conviction just like we fight with our wife or with we fight with somebody when we think we're right. That's but right. I'm telling you, you won't feel it if it's not if you're not wrong. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I would I would just encourage, you know, those who out there who who maybe are struggling with maybe something that they they may they may not recognize that conviction. But hey, if you've got if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, um, if, if you are seeking Jesus, which I, I would encourage, ultimately, that's, that's what we're all trying to do is lead our listeners to Jesus. And mm-hmm. if they are seeking Jesus, I feel like that that moral compass is going to activate and you're going to um, be able to discern, you know, the places in your marriage and in your life maybe where you're missing the ball. If I have one piece of advice for me to tie it all up with a bow, if I could go back and know what I know now when I was standing at the altar July 7th, 2007, I would say the number one priority is the being in the Word, applying the Word, refining my relationship with Jesus, and praying for my wife. Yes. Notice that had nothing to do with what my wife should do. Right. What? Nothing. Because biblically speaking, if I lead that way, 
God's got the rest. Yeah. All right, so here here's the kicker. Is that without that experience, you cannot be where you are today. No doubt. <laughs> okay, so here here's here's one thing. If you don't have experience, say you're just getting married or you haven't been married very long, if you don't have experience, you can't get to somewhere 10 years from now other than diving into the Word, and we have to be pliable to the Word. Good Word. And then teachable. Seeking wise counsel. Seeking wise counsel. Those are, those are the, your options are to go through it, screw it up, and then figure out how to make it better. And that takes years. And hopefully you'll and, have And we're always continuing to, to do that, it too. Better. It takes time, and it takes grace. Yes. It, it, it takes love. It takes commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot of things. Um, but it starts, like what you said, Shane, with Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and knowing, like Brandon said, you know, getting in the Word. Uh, you know, so, yeah, you're exactly right, Shane. And what you say is how you say it. Mm-hmm. I say that sometimes. Yep. Appreciate you guys joining us. And ladies, today, uh, go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.